What's up, guys? It's David Hess from the Rising Above podcast. Have you ever thought or dreamed about starting a podcast? Well, look no further. Anchor has all the tools necessary to record a podcast from your computer or phone. You heard that right. They make it so simple. When you host your podcast on Anchor, they will distribute your podcast on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Honestly, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, which is why I host on Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. This episode is sponsored by Opportunity Arts. Opportunity Arts is putting business back in show business. They provide promotional services such as social media management and press relations to administrative services, like organizational management and strategic planning for individual artists and understaffed arts organizations. If you are an artist who is ready to take their career to the next level, contact Opportunity Arts today. Please visit www.opportunityarts.org. Again, that's www.opportunityarts.org. Welcome to the Rising Above podcast. My name is David Hess, and today I have Sarah Renee Sanders with me. She is a local artist. Uh, she has a, an art studio here in Lansing. She, I think I mentioned she's from the Lansing area. Um, <laughs> I guess with that being said, how are you doing today, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. good. I must say you're the first person to show up with body paint on. Oh, yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Can you show the camera? The, yeah, the... absolutely. That's crazy. Did you do that yourself? I did, yes. Yep. I I'm a body painter, so it's it's definitely part of How difficult is that? Um, I feel like at first it was intimidating, um, as far as actually pursuing in the craft. Um, I think that a lot of it has to do with being able to work with the medium of paint generically. Um, but also to having to think of perception in regards to cameras and stuff, especially when it's on yourself. So it can be tricky, um, but I think it just takes practice. How long have you been doing it for? About six years. Wow. Yeah. And what made you want to start doing that? Um, well, actually, so my photographer friend, David, I met him through some friends of mine, and he did um, photo shoots and stuff. He's a photographer, like I said, and um, he wanted to do some work with me, but I wasn't really into, like, actually being a subject at the time and so he was like well you should try body painting and I was like oh because he knew that I was I don't artist. like the way you said that subject <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah no and so he was like well you should try body painting and I was like huh that's interesting okay and so I, I played around with it and I loved it like I just I, I fell in love with it and it was yeah destiny <laughs> so what kind of what kind of things do you paint typically I mean obviously that looks like like veins or uh, is it yeah. is it veins like veins cracks kind of a thing um kind of just like leeching into who you are I guess um but a lot of, I mean I do all sorts of things I do a lot of realistic stuff too like landscapes and things um so that's a big thing I do like characters just kind of whatever I really feel like it's kind of how I go about it <laughs> how often do you do that do you do it every day like do you do it to go out um sometimes I'd say prob I'd say at least 10 times a month sometimes you know what i mean because i do my own fine art too so it's kind of just when it's needed when i right. want to do you get weird looks sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool though i like it 
Thank you. <laughs> so can you tell me about yourself? Um, obviously, you're from the Lansing area. You have an art studio here. How did all of that come about? Um, how long have you been involved in art? Oh, geez. Yeah. So it's it's a fun story. Um, <laughs> I've been in art since I was a little kid. I mean, my grandma gave me some of my first paint sets when I was like three. So I've always kind of had an interest in it. Um, but as I got older, I realized that I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, with my life and all I knew is that I wanted to make things. I wanted to do something or I was happy making things. So I kind of went with that and did went to college at LCC. I got two degrees in art and a lot of people are like, why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> that <laughs> like, seems to be the, the like the neutral consensus with yeah. the art degrees. Everybody's like, why did you do that? That's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah unfor unfortunately, that's how, how it is. And, and, and But, you know, the thing about it is, is I, I wanted to be that person to be like, no, you can do something with it, you know, if you really, really put yourself to it and believe in yourself. Um, and so far I'm doing that, so I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> and how long have you been doing that? Um, so I started, so my brand is Contrasted Content. Um, I started that in 2020. Um, and During the pandemic? Yes. Yes. Is that what motivated you? Um. To take that step? S slightly. Uh, I think it was just more of a, well, because I, I got out of college, the pandemic did hit. Um, and I just got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm 20, 23. If I'm going to do something, I need to do it now. You know what I mean? Like, I, f I felt like if I put, if I like don't put the faith in myself and kind of like hold off on it, like, eh, or, like, you know, going with like, you know, kind of easing in, like it, it's not, it, I'm going to shy back and not, I'm not going to go anywhere. So I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it now. And that's what I did. I went out and I just said, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so it's, has it been full-time art since then? Um, no, I was going, uh, full time at my day job. Um, I work for a sign company, um, and for a, what, a sign company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I might have to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> you should. <laughs> they're great. Um, it's sign Rama Lansing East. They're wonderful. And, okay. um, they have been so supportive with everything I've been doing. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, but I did start off doing that full time and then I, I but I really just like on my off time and whatever, like I was putting all my hours into the art, you know, like, you know, working with people and, and, and building myself and building my confidence, like that's a big thing. Um, and, and things like that. And then it just the momentum went forward. I went with Opportunity Arts in the beginning. Um, phenomenal. Mike Marriott, he's great. <laughs> um, that's what I hear. Yes. <laughs> He's phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, so I started working with him and like I, I've met with other organizations and things and I started doing things, working with other artists um, and just putting myself out there and making a website, doing all that stuff. And So do you have your own website? I do, yes. Okay. And do you sell your artwork? I do. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Um, and how did it come, come about with meeting Mike in Opportunity Arts? So it's really funny because um, for work, I was going to these networking meetings um, for MABA. And um, I actually had seen him talking about, he's, you know, said that he was an arts promoter. And I was like, what? Like, that's a thing? Like, fine arts promoter, what? <laughs> and I was like, I got to talk to him. <laughs> I just need to figure out how. And like, we ended up like 
mingling and networking and then eventually we were introduced and you know I was like you know should I like because because again you know like I feel like being an artist there are times where a lot of us we we have this vulnerability of not being sure of ourselves and our craft I mean a lot of artists you'll see there they'll sit and they'll work on a piece and then they'll be like I don't like this I don't like this and they're like throw it away or whatever and they're like no don't 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 throw it away and and it's never perfect right yeah there's never an actual finished product typically well well, to them it's not perfect right right but to everybody else they're like oh my god it's great you know and it's like that's why like don't throw away your stuff (laughs) if you aren't (laughs) confident in it like that's one thing that i learned um don't toss it just put it aside if it's irritating you come back to it later yeah yeah or show somebody even if you don't want to right Mm -hmm. now what did you study at lcc for arts what specifically is what just a general arts degree or so um i have a degree in arts foundation associates in art foundation and a associates in art history okay and what did you want to do with that um well originally you know arts foundation i again i just wanted to do something with art to me i felt like if i was going to go to school and i was going to be paying for it, i want to invest my time and my money into something that's going to make me happy so that's why I picked the Art Foundation. Um, and then for the Art History, it was more of like a studying of the craft, you know, knowing like the masters and how they had done things. Um, to me, I'm, I'm very into that. I like knowing about that stuff, their techniques and things, their past, their history. Um, but also, I at one point I was like, well, maybe I'll want to work in like an art museum and, or like, you know, do stuff in galleries or, or, or something like that. Or maybe get an art restoration because that's a big thing too that you could do like art restaurant it's stressful but you know, I just, could imagine yeah different things it's like well maybe I could kind of like start with our history see where that takes me and and go from there and how many jobs are there in the art industry um locally like and locally I mean like Michigan based like um like recovering artwork or um galleries is there a pretty is that a pretty big field as far as art restoration, I can't speak on that. Um, I do know that generically it's a very good career path, though. Really? Yes. Um, but in mission, as far as, like, creative careers, like, there's so much you can do. Like, it, I think it's – the thing about art, in my opinion, is that it is so overlooked. It is such a big part of everything going on. People don't realize it, and that's why they don't – I mean, you have logos – you know, you have the way that a, a building is constructed. You have architecture. You have, you know, standard graphic design, photography, video. Like, all of these different things, mm-hmm. it all comes under one area. Right. They're all interconnected. Yeah. Um, and so I think that because of that, like, people, and even with fine art, like, there's so many ways to integrate fine art and everything. Like, you know, even with my day job, like, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do something like that because signs are a way that a business is getting a message across for what they do. It's what draws people in. That's art, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's that was, like, one of the things with, like, starting the podcast. I'm like, I have to have a logo that attracts people. Like, when you see something, you want you want it to be like, oh, wow, what is that? Mm-hmm. That, that looks interesting. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually kind of in the process, too, of uh, creating a – I'm not doing it. But um, I had somebody create it, and I didn't like it. But it's a, a video, like an intro video for the video of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it has to be something that is, like, significant, like, that stands out to people. And it's a form of art. Yeah. Yeah. Huge form of art. (laughs) Yeah. Huge. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. There's so many things that come under the umbrella of art, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, like you said, uh, architecture, painting, drawing, music, being a, you know, musician, um, 
that's a huge one, right? Yeah. There's so many different forms of that. Poetry, Poetry, writing, everything. Yeah. everything. Yeah. Pretty much everything we consume on a daily basis is a form of art. Yes, and that was the thing about the pandemic was because they got to a point where everyone's like in their house and they're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do, you know? And right. it's like, they, that, what are they doing? They're going online and they're just consuming all of this stuff. Like right. they're seeing, they're paying attention to the local artists now. They're paying attention to these things going on because it's like, it's right there. Right. You know, it's right in your home. And like, that's it's so important that, you know, people, and not only that, but being able to inspire people to make things themselves, because like, as an artist, you know, you're doing these things, it's very therapeutic. I mean, that's the main reason I'm doing the event that I'm doing is because it's, it's, uh, it's based on something that has been very, uh, a struggle with me. And, um, I was inspired by other artists to do it because I see them going out and, and, and using this craft to help themselves and, and work through their own things. And I'm like, well if I'm not doing that, then what am I doing? You know, like there was a point where people would ask me, you know, uh, why are you doing what you're doing? And it's like, well, I'm doing what I'm doing because, I mean, ideally everybody wants to go and, and take their life and do something that's going to make them happy. You mm-hmm. know, well, what is happy though? Like what makes you happy? You know, and that's something that I think when you take a creative career or any entrepreneurial career or anything where you're taking and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. That's you going through and being like, you know what? I need to figure out like me. I need to know, like, what am I going to, like, why, like, why am I doing this thing? And that for me, that was one thing that uh, being able to express these things that I, you go through and help other people, it's a big thing. What kind of things do you mean exactly to that you, you need to express? Well, so essentially, okay, so I'm doing this event. It's called The Horrors of Love. And it's a basically it's called the, what? the Horrors of Love. Horrors, yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be a dark art event. Um, okay. Rated our dark art event. And... It's uh, basically going into my head and in my psychosis of uh, mental and emotional abuse in relationships. So it's not, I mean, while I touch on certain things that kind of happen, it's not really about that. It's more about like how I reacted to it mentally and how my brain coped with it and like the journey of, okay, going through these things and what do I need to do to come out of it and actually fully heal myself and like move forward and being like okay i've been through these things how am i going to change this and then move forward to make everything better and healthier for myself and and work through that and come out confident you know what i mean i know what you mean um how did you come across this event did is it event an event you created yes oh yeah so you know okay so i went actually i went to a uh the creative collective um rada she put on this event in september for suicide awareness and um uh, her and Christine Ricky was a headliner and they, they had talked about, um, their experiences. It was a very powerful event. And I went in there and like, I, at the time, like, you know, for, and I've been dealing with my things for a while, you know, like within myself and whatnot. But the thing about it is, is I get so closed off. Like I get really nervous about like talking about things. I'm open in my art, but not like when it comes to certain topics like that, I get like, Oh, I don't know. You know, especially with something like that, where I feel it's kind of a, it's a hard thing to talk about. It's hard mm-hmm. thing to express. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't know. And like just seeing all these people get together and they're like so open and like, I, I just like, I was just like bawling the whole time. And like, I was like trying to keep myself together and like, I got home and whatever. And I was like, wow, like I, I was just like sitting with myself and like, kind of like processing everything. And I'm like, if I don't, if I'm not out there doing that same type of thing where I'm like expressing these things, like, again, it's like, what, am, what am I doing? I, I, you yeah, y- you want to be able to use what you've gone through as an experience to help other people 
through your expressions, right? Well, yes, that, but also, too, like, I mean, I mean, geez, like, those artists inspired me. Right. You know, and, like, being able to do that for other people, like, because anything, even for somebody who doesn't want to pursue a career in art, who can say, you know, hey, this thing is bothering me, I'm just going to draw a little thing about it, and just, like, have your mind just go into this meditative state where you're not thinking, you're not, you know, the thoughts aren't, you know, circling and whatnot, for, for that, being able to sit down and have that vulnerability with yourself to do that and, like, not judge yourself about it and just let it happen, like, that's a big thing, you know, and being able to hopefully help push people to do that, like, other people push me, that's what matters, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, this event, when is the event and um, where is it, where is it at? So, what time and all that stuff <laughs> yeah no absolutely so um it's gonna be in the auditorium which is the little area right next to my studio it's um opportunity arts auditorium and um so it's uh 1705 south cedar um it's gonna be uh on the 22nd and 23rd from 3 to 9 on friday and 3 to 10 on saturday um, Friday is going to be the VIP day where um, it's going to be you come in and you can look and I'm going to do a couple interviews, um, do a little reveal paint sort of thing um, for a piece that I have and then um, we'll be able to talk, ask questions, things like that. Um, and then Saturday is going to be the costume contest day where people can come in and I want to do this costume contest where people will embody their fear. So taking something that they're and see, like that they're scared of or or something and kind of embodying that and and coming more confident with it and having a contest about it <laughs> that's cool yeah. yeah that's cool <laughs> um now i don't know you, you don't have to, we don't have to discuss this if you don't want to but um you obviously had mentioned that this event is based on um abusive relationships um significant others being abusive to have have you experienced is this something you have great experience with well yes it's, it's more of a um i would say it's more of a mental and emotional thing um and because that's kind of more of what i'm highlighting it's not necessarily a full-on physical thing um because uh it is something that i've had experience with um and it's something that how do i explain this so I think that having a relationship where you have it, it's more verbal right um the the abuse is more verbal and mental that's very hard to express because it's something that happens behind closed doors you know what i mean like you get these people that they'll get together or whatnot and in, in my in my experience specifically it's you know People were like, oh my gosh, this is like when, when everything was all said and done and I, I did my thing and I had left, it was like, you know, like some people were like, I didn't even really realize how serious this was. Like I knew that you were going through things and like I could tell that things were off, but I didn't understand the depth of it. Um, and I think that's because, again, like a lot of that stuff happened behind closed doors and there's like certain things that happen where, you know, depending on the person, it could be kind of a meditated thing, you know, where they know, okay, well, um, being around certain people can kind of help clear their head of what's going on. Like they, they, they lose a control aspect, you know what I mean? So I think that it can be kind of harder to talk about, which is why I'm trying to, to do that. Um, because it's something that needs to be talked about. And, and I'm seeing like this rise of people trying to talk about it because it's definitely a thing, but I feel like it's a very, um, 
I feel like to a point, and again, you, you have to be able to take the other person to make them accountable for what they're doing. And I think, but I think it's a very, like, kind of, like, negative blame thing, you know, where, like, oh, it's, 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 it's the other person, it's the other, which, to a point, again, you have to have accountability, but I think that it's further than that. So, because for me, the big thing about this event is, okay, I keep putting myself or getting into these different relationships that are not good for me. Why am I doing that? It's a two-way, there's a two-party thing there. Why do you think you do that? Um, I think for me it was because I wasn't confident in myself, you know, and I, I, w- I didn't know how to set boundaries. I didn't think I was worthy of setting those boundaries. And because I had gone through these things, like, I had to learn, okay, like, it's okay if, if, if I say, like, I don't want to do something, right. that's respected, you know, and that doesn't matter who you are or anything. It's the same as being, now the other person says that they don't want to do something. It's my responsibility to say, okay, I understand that. Right. You know, um, and, like, just different things like that. And, like, but the thing about this thing, too, is me, I'm focusing personally on romantic relationships because it's something that I've had a lot of experience with and that I'm currently working through. But it's also bled into other aspects of my life. You know, these things can happen at work. They can happen in family. They can happen with friends. They can happen with uh, people, uh, so many different people. And, like, starting, again, for me, like, having the romantic relationships, it, like, the the traumas and things, like, for instance, trust issues, right? Like, for me, I had a lot of trust issues that stemmed from that, that I had to work through, and I'm currently working through. But that bleeds into, like, being around my friends, and, like, I'll get, like, anxious over just silly, stupid things that I don't need to worry about. But, and it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. It's me, right. you know? But it's the fact that, okay, I have to be able to work through that, you know? And, like, realize that, like, there are these things that you have to look out for in all these different areas of your life and maybe starting and focusing on one you can kind of take those lessons and bleed them into the rest of your life you know right yeah now how are you taking that and applying it to your artwork so how does how does that inspire your art well um there are a couple and 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 again so the thing about this event and like i have it fully laid out like uh, this is this event isn't aimed toward any specific relationship i was in right so it's a concept of everything and like you know just in general exactly but there were certain um, parts of my life and things I've experienced that coming from that, I had made pieces based off of. So some of the art in this event is a little bit, a couple of years older because I had started and finished it during certain hard times and like coming through that. But then there's also newer art after I had gone through these things and I, you know, was pursuing the things I want to do and I'm learning about myself um, that I had added in there as well um, to kind of like push the things that I've learned. So with that being said, I think that actually going through things and like using it again as a therapeutic medium to get out things along emotions and and thoughts along with um, being able to work on working on yourself every day and then taking the things that you're learning and then making something out of that. That's kind of where it came from, you know, so have you noticed a difference in the way your artwork appears to yourself like after you complete something? as opposed to like before when you were in these bad relationships and um, you would go work on a piece and then now with having the confidence or the the whereabouts of knowing like you you are more you you are more confident you want to be more confident have you noticed any difference in in your artwork 
Yes, yes, and that being um, with this event too, like there are some pieces in there that are kind of, and again, it's 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 a rated R event, but um, there's. Why, some... why is it rated R? Um, subject matter. Subject matter um is one big thing, uh, along with the type of art because it's a darker art so there's some touches of you know like uh, sexual abuse and, and mental health and things like that so that's the big drive for that um but uh the pieces that i was putting in there being more i guess that there was a point where i was always concerned what are people going to think of this you know what, what are people going to think and not just like subject matter but like skill wise and things especially when i was younger um and it got to a point there were some pieces that i had done they were um acrylic flow acrylic pieces and i was experimenting with abstracts at the time during college and like kind of trying to find my my thing which i don't really have a thing i, I that was my thing i found out i don't have a thing but <laughs> i was that's messing. good though because you're not limited <laughs> yes yes exactly exactly um but i was messing with that and i did this whole body and like i got done with it and i was like you know what I really like this, but I, I don't at the same time. I didn't, and it was like, I don't know if it, if it was just that it wasn't my style or whatnot. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the process, but I was like, it's not the thing that I'm going to like do a lot of, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I was like, I, I, I felt like people were doing these like pours at the time and that it, it's very popular. And I was like, what know, is a pour? So, um, it's kind of like, uh, think of like a water marble design, right? Where it's like the abstract, uh, mixing of the colors and oh, okay. yeah, those, those. Yeah. Um, and, and I did this by them and I was so nervous to put them out though, because I was like, well, I, you know, I was nervous about what people thought, like, you know, it's, uh, and me, I was self-conscious about, and, and I don't know why that's the thing looking back now. I don't know why, but because you put your time and your effort and kind of emotions into it, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's a vulnerable thing. Yes. It is. It's like it's like this, doing this podcast. You're putting things out there. People <laughs> yes. are going to see it. Yeah. And they might judge you on it based on it, right? Yes. Yeah. Same kind of concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but I put it out there and I have, out of 12 pieces, I have two left. Wow. So it was like. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was like doing that, you know, I, I was like, and that's why that kind of brought me to that point where I'm like, if, if artists don't like their stuff, don't throw it away. Don't like, don't do that to yourself because if you're not feeling comfortable about it, somebody else will probably absolutely love it. And that's what matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the yeah. impact that you have on somebody else. Yeah. So. Yeah. And even if it's not perfect to you, it might be perfect to somebody else because yeah. they might not notice, you know, the imperfections. Mm -hmm. I always tell my wife that because she, she paints and stuff. And uh, we were at an event just recently. She's like, I don't, it's just, it's not done. I'm like, no, I don't think other people will notice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's so funny, too, actually, that you say that because my uh, my professor at LCC, um, he was great, uh, Brian Bishop. That was one thing. I, <laughs> I remember I was doing a piece. We were in oil. We were painting a flower pot, um, and it wasn't done. Like, it had the outline, like, you saw, like, the, the lines that I had drawn in it. And then, like, you saw the pot, and that was painted, and you saw some of the flowers, and the background was done. But then there's this area where, like, I still wasn't sure what I was going to do. And he's like, you don't need to finish it. I was like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? He's like, it looks almost finished as it is. Like, it has kind of a ghostly feel to it. Like, you don't have to, like, have this full idea of being a perfectionist almost. And that's one thing for me is like, I'm, I'm a huge perfectionist. I overthink everything. I want everything to be like exactly how I lay it out in my head. Isn't that how every artist is though about things? 
Well, I mean, I think to a point, but I feel like every artist is individual too, you know, like they have different ways of doing things, you know, and depending on the type of style or, or the reasons why they're doing it, you know, I mean, everybody's so individual, right? you know. Now, you said you don't have like a specific style or you're not limited to one style of art. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you do body painting, you do um, mm -hmm. artwork, other artwork. Um, what... Do you have like a, a style that you gravitate most to? You uh, you said you do abstract things. Obviously, the uh, face paint and everything that's kind of abstract, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I feel like there's a couple things that I go to. The two main things um, would be like landscape and nature. Um, I've always been really fascinated with the sky. I love the sky. Like that's one of my favorite things. Like seeing the sunset and seeing the sunrise. Like it's different every day it's different colors do you go out there and watch it every day as much as i can <laughs> as much as i can like i'll be driving and like i'll be like i really want to look but i need to pay attention but i really want to see like <laughs> so like between that um and nature and i don't know just appreciating just the natural environment around us i think is so important and we kind of can forget about that so what, what's your favorite kind of natural landscape um I love mountains. Oh, I love mountains. I love swamps. I like... There's a beauty to swamps. Yeah. Like a foggy swamp. Like yeah. Like light is like... Yeah. Swamp. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> deserts, though. That's something... Winterscape, seascape. Yeah. Just appreciating beauty, I, I think. I remember a couple of years ago, we went to... Um, we actually... I, was, I think I was telling Mike about this. We went to uh, Georgia O'Keeffe's... Um, house and uh ranch and everything uh -huh. it was an experience like i'm i before that i i never really had like an appreciation for her like my wife is a huge fan of her <laughs> she has like her paintings and stuff um the prints or whatever yeah and um she has them around the house and i just i'm like oh that's a painting whatever i wasn't really i'm not really like an artist i wasn't really a connoisseur of it or anything mm -hmm. but then we went there and it gave me a whole new appreciation for like for her artwork for one and they what was kind of cool was be, at, at her ranch they took us on a tour mm -hmm. and we get on a bus and they take us um you know it's out in the desert kind of mm -hmm. and there's mountains and everything and they hold up the paintings that she had painted at the exact location and what inspired those paintings it made me have a complete a complete new respect for for her and and her artwork it was pretty cool yeah, so. and that that's the thing, too, I feel like, because um, with art history and things, the, the more further back you go, like, there's these gaps with the artists where, like, you have their work, but you don't actually know why they did it. Like, right. It was, like, at the time they, the focus, which, again, you want the focus to be on the work. I mean, obviously, right. that's the huge thing. But, but everybody wants to know what inspired them, Right. right exactly yeah. and like their story and like who and that's one of the reasons why i loved art history was because like you can like you when you know an artist's life story and like you take that and when you're looking at their pieces and you're like oh okay that makes sense that goes with this right you know like for salvador dali one of my favorite artists like his pieces he literally put pieces of inspired by in spain where he grew up 
you know, and like where he had lived. And, you know, knowing that when you're seeing his surrealist work, I mean, you're not going to look at a Salvador Dali and know that unless you know his story. Right. You know, you're just going to see a, a, a dreamscape, essentially, that of these pieces that may or may not make sense to you, mm. you know. But knowing his experiences, like, you, you really get in his head. Right. You know? That was another thing, too, like when we went to go visit um... – Georgia O'Keeffe like I, I again I didn't know anything about her past but when we went to visit her house they're you know giving us the tour of her house and they're telling us about her past and like her husband I think she had a couple husbands um but she had um uh she married I think like an art promoter right you you should know this <laughs> <laughs> it's for actually in full honesty I'm not sure so she married <laughs> somebody her. in New York City that I think opened an art gallery for her and then she ended up leaving him and went to New Mexico and okay. and started her, or opened her house and then like bought into the ranch mm-hmm. and then um she she also uh paid for running water for the village that she lived in because they didn't have running water mm-hmm. it's just amazing. it's amazing it's yeah. super cool to like find all that out it makes you have a complete whole new look on you know who she is as a person not just an artist yeah exactly exactly and i think that that's something too that we're kind of seeing more of, even locally you know like people are there they're wanting to know like the stories of people and like you know why like why they're doing what they're doing like that stuff matters mm-hmm. you know being able to like have that kind of because here's the thing like when you're purchasing a piece of art from somebody you're purchasing a piece of them like they're putting right. their time into that you know and you know it, it's one thing especially for pieces where an artist says okay i i have this idea i have this concept i want to put it like it's it's fully from them mm-hmm. like to me that is kind of yes you're supporting them but it's kind of like it's a very intimate thing where like i am i'm literally offering you a piece of me you know right. and that's well and that kind of goes back to what what i was just mentioning um when you said that um you know you felt you felt nervous to sell those pieces of art and that that's you that's a part of you yeah you know yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and it's just, I don't know. And that's one thing, too, like starting um, my business or uh, my, my art career. Um, what business? Um, so just fine art, the fine art body mm. painting. Yeah, the um, contrasted content. Um, for me, it was kind of, I didn't realize the self-realizations I'd have to come to doing it um, because they're like, in my experience with what I'm doing that like I said I don't have like one thing my thing is I don't have a thing so like there's so many different avenues I can go down like I'm doing the embody your business which is working with businesses and painting like body painting logos for events that's one thing but also I'm doing like you know the fine art events and things trying to do my own and then also going through and like doing the events and vendoring for um other events going on and things doing paints for them also working with people that want to get photos done for like their for their own personal reason there's so many different things doing like and having such a vast variety of options of okay i can do this i can do this i can do this and i love all of them right you have to be able to be like okay but what do i want to really pursue like because there comes to a point where it's like for me it's like i'm one person right you know and i have to be able to think okay 
what what are the things that I'm going to want to do that are going to get across the messages I'm trying to get across, help do things for other people that will help them as well, but also so to a point I have to kind of narrow that down, but with all that comes to the point too of as a person, you know, like the the with this event specifically too, like being like okay, this is an avenue that I want to try to go down and I I, I need to be more expressive with certain things. Um, and I, I want to, to help heal myself. Um, that's a big thing. And it took a minute for me to be like, okay, I can do this. I can, because for a while I was like, I can't, I, I can't do, I, I just, it, it didn't come together. How did you get you know? the confidence? I mean, cause obviously you said you lack confidence. That's a thing you struggle with and you're, you're currently still working on, yeah. but obviously you, um, that you just said that you weren't able to muster up the confidence to do this yeah. but now you do mm-hmm. you do have it how did how did that happen well I think it was definitely a gradual thing I mean I mean shoot you can ask Mike <laughs> when Mike first met me I was super shy like when, even when I was ki- when I was a kid you know I didn't really talk to many people I, I wasn't you know I it was I struggled with it but over time um kind of getting to the point within yourself where you get you have to come to a point where you're like okay I have this thing, I want to do it, and you either, you either do it, or you, you don't, you know, and and for me, it was kind of a thing where, yes, I, I was struggling with the confidence of it, but I guess at, at a point, you have to not focus on that, it's more of a, am I going to regret, take away the confidence, take away, what if I fail, what if I, don't worry about that, Mm -hmm. what if I don't try, Am I going to be more upset with trying and failing or am I going to be more upset with not even giving myself the opportunity? You know, I don't even like to look at it as failure. Yeah. You know, like it, it, I mean, a lot of people would be like, that failed. But, you know, right. if you're if you're wanting to completely like, I mean, with anything, like if you start a business mm-hmm. and, you know, you might put everything on the line, you might quit a job and a, a good job and then start a business and it doesn't work out. And then, you know, you have to close up shop. Did it fail or did you learn a lesson to, exactly. to move on and then try, try it again? Try something different. Have you, have you, do you, do you watch Gary Vee? I do not. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> okay. He's like, he's a entrepreneurial motivational speaker. And that's one thing that he talks about a lot actually is like um, going into things. And like, if you, cause I mean, I, I, you know, failure and success, it's all subjective really, yeah. you know, like. What, what, what is success to, to you might be different to what's success to me, which would be different to what success is to the next person or, you know. Um, but the thing about, he, he talks about that a lot. It's about being able to take those things and be like, okay, you know, d- what do I need to adapt to this? Like maybe this little thing didn't work. And if I did this thing differently, it would have turned out better. And now I'm going to get up and try to do it again. Or maybe, maybe that's just not the thing that I want to do. Or maybe there's a thing that's not working out. I'm going to go this way. And that's one thing that I'm really, um, I'm thankful that I am able to do because with so many different options, if I decide to go and try to do one thing again, th- if it doesn't work, I can try to do something else. And I think that a lot of people have these opportunities and these things within them, but they don't, if they don't give themselves the room to like, just, just do it, right? then they hold themselves back. And that's something that. 
Well, it's something you you kind of have to have passion for too, right? Yes. You know, because like, let's say you're starting a business and um, you don't have a passion for it. It's just something you want to do because you know you can make a lot of money doing it if it works out. But if it's, so let's say it doesn't work out, then what? You don't have a passion for it. Then you're just kind of back to square one. You you yeah. didn't learn a lesson. You learned that what you did failed and you probably won't do it again. Well, and that's that thing too about like, again, knowing yourself right is that big thing yeah because like i'm i mean trying to start a business it's a lot of work tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot and if you if if you're not passionate about it i don't know for me i couldn't i couldn't like if i was to try to you could if you well, wanted i mean that's that confidence right there maybe <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, if I was like, all right, well, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to start an accounting business, I would, I, me personally, I'd fail because well, I'm just not. You're not passionate about right. it. Right. You I don't could. care about math or money. Yeah. <laughs> I could not pull 16-hour shifts every day doing, it, it just, it wouldn't work for me. Right. You know, and that's why, like, doing these things and it's different mm -hmm. you know and and even even with the job that i do have currently like my day job like i i i enjoy it like working with science and things and, and being able to find these things that you and it's just really important for stimulating ourselves absolutely you know yeah um now you brought some artwork right i did i would like to see some yes. of this so I brought three pieces. I'll start with this one. Um, so I thought these are actually a couple pieces that are going to be in the event um, that I kind of wanted to talk about. A couple of them are pieces that I've shown everywhere. Like they, if, if you've seen me at um, vendor events and things, I'll have them set up. And I think that they're kind of these pieces where people are like, they like them they're kind of like they have a they i think that they like the ideas behind them but they don't really know the story behind them fully because they're just out on display you know mm -hmm. you're in your environment it's not really like a gallery showing right. um so i kind of wanted to talk about those because they've been seen so much um but also there's another piece i brought too that i have not um like shown yet it's going to be in the event but it's a piece that i i didn't know how to express what I wanted to say behind it. I had it done for a couple of years, wow. but I just didn't know how to like express the feeling behind it properly. And I was nervous about it. Um, so we'll get into that, but cool. I'm excited that this is the first time you've shown <laughs> it and it's on my podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the first one is this one. It is called stress. Um, I don't know. Yep. Camera can see it. Perfect. Um, so, and again, this is one of the ones that, um, were at a lot of things. I, I show it often. So a lot of people, um, how, they, did, how did you do that? So it's a black canvas with white acrylic ink and also acrylic paint. Okay. So it's mixed media. Um, and I actually had done this, um, during a panic attack I was having in 2017 and, um, I had put my, like, these are my actual handprints that I put on there. Um, and I, at one point, like, part of the mouth is, like, <laughs> part of my actual mouth, but not, not the whole part. But I did to, like, get the shape. Um, but I wanted it to kind of have this icy, isolated, like, it's like you're there, but you're not there feel. You know what I mean? Um, I have a question about that. Yeah. 
So during a panic attack is when you created that. Yes. What was your state of mind at that point? Were you just like, I need to capture this? I need to capture this moment? What I mean, because I would assume, you know, like most people in a panic attack probably can't do much. What was your, what was your, your, your thought process? For me, it was I need to do something. Okay. Because you do. You get to a point and, and where, when, you, when you're in that mindset. And again, it's different for everybody. Right. But for me, it's like I would not be able to like... I would kind of sit and just spiral in thought. You know what I mean? And just make it worse. And yeah. yeah. And so it's like, okay, if I'm able to take this and, and get, again, it's that meditative state thing where you're just doing it because right. if you start, if you're in my, I had a therapist once that told me, um, when you get into modes where you don't want to get up, you don't want to do anything or where you wake up and you're like, I, I don't want to get out of bed. That's the most important time to get out of bed. And exactly. Something. Yeah. So like, and, 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 and again, it's different for everybody, but for me in this moment, it was a matter of, I just need to get my mind off of everything. I, I need to be able to take a step back in it. I need to do something. And so I just did that. So this is what came from that. Did you find that that helped? Yes. And it's something too, where like, when I look at it now, I'm like, okay, it, it, I think that it, it can help express kind of what I was feeling during that. But more importantly, it's something we're like, okay, do this is being able to do these paintings and do this these things are again, it's it's therapeutic, mm. you know, it's mm -hmm. something that can help really clear your mind, and, right? You know, um, yeah. So that one was that one. Um, the next one is um, called "Man Left Behind," and again, this is another one that people see a lot. Whoa. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a lot of things going on there. Yeah. Like, I, 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 obviously, the first thing I noticed when I looked at it was the person with things coming out of its eyes. Yeah. But then, like, <laughs> I, I get a whole scope of it, and then it kind of looks like there's, like, maybe woods and maybe a cabin and a moon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind or, of... Or then maybe even people. Yeah. But See, and that's the interesting. thing. It's... You have to really kind of study and be like, what's going on here? Almost looks like there's a waterfall, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, right there. Ah, uh, yeah. What the, I, I see that. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. So, originally, idea is kind of like an out, kind of like a house, idea of like outline of a house, right? And then, yes, there there are the people in the back okay. um, that are kind of standing. And it's the it's the concept of... When I had done this piece, it was in 2019, and um, I was in one of these relationships um, that I was in. It was one of the uh, harder ones that, that, I, that I'd gone through. And I was, um, I just remember being in this state of, like, being really depressed. And, like, I was, like, but at the time, I didn't know why. I didn't, under, like, I, not fully. Like, I knew that where I was in eventually if things weren't gonna change I was gonna have to leave and like you know but when you're in that headspace and you're in the relationship and everything as it is it's very hard to like actually grasp that 
so like I was kind of battling with these like okay well you know is this actually as bad as what I think it is or am I just you know overthinking everything or you know, that that sort of concept um and I'm I so, sure it's difficult too because things get better for a time and then yeah. they they go right back and yeah yeah it's it's kind of this like you know it's a that, roller coaster right and that's where like you know what people say as like love bombing or, or or whatever where people are you you have your 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 time of the negativity and then it turns around and then it's it's like total 360 and it's like you know great phenomenal you know and then it turns right back that like that kind of thing mm-hmm. um going through that and it, it's just kind of this idea of you know well maybe maybe this isn't the right place for me and this thought of maybe one day i'm gonna have to to walk away from everything that's like my whole entire life right now and what do you mean by that well because at that time like i was living in a different place i was i had all the people that were in my life or you know like they are not currently here you know and i mean people go through these times and phases and i feel like everybody goes through that where right. you know i mean geez being a kid in school like you have your whole friend groups and things and then you you grow up and you realize that everybody has their own things that they're going to do and their own paths everyone's moving away and just that you know life changes like that mm-hmm. you know and like it's kind of unavoidable you know eventually at some point everybody's gonna have to get up and and pursue their own thing and sometimes you're going to be that person that's doing the walking away and yeah it's hard it's hard and it's not you know maybe the most brightest scene but it's important you know because if you don't go through that then you'll be stuck right you know now did you do this when you were in that relationship i did yeah and did you do this before you came to the realization that you needed to leave fully yes i did it and so kinda, after you did this, what was your, what was your thought process on your relationship? It was, I felt like I knew like deep within myself. I think that sometimes we get into these things where we don't really, it's like, it's just, we, we don't want to believe it. We don't want to, we don't want to let it go. Well, I mean, because you, know? you, you love that person too. I mean, regardless of their faults and yeah. their mishaps, you know, you know that it's going to get better for yeah. a, a period of time. Yeah. And then it doesn't, or it does, and then it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 it that's makes the, it hard. And that's the thing too with and, and with this whole thing is like, and that's why like I, uh, because even though like we we hold the we need to hold people accountable for their actions and things because there are certain things where like it's not okay what you're doing. But like for me, one big thing was I would you know look at these the people that I was with and I would look at their 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 lives as a child and like the things that they went through and I I would see like the things that they struggled with on a day-to-day basis and like I I would consider that and be very empathetic with that but there comes to a point where you have to like there has to be like the growth from that you know um and and you got to seek out help yeah. If it if it's affecting your daily life, your relationships, the people that you love, mm-hmm. then you gotta you gotta get help for it. Yeah, and 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 people want to have to want the help too. Right, because you know? I I'm I'm a big believer in that. Even if let's say somebody is you know emotionally and uh, mentally abusive, they can change. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that you know a lot of times, like you had mentioned, it's their past, you know, their their childhood and trauma and whatever 
whatever they went through that you know has created them to to be the way they are yeah um because obviously they're not completely that person right they're not always typically abusive they right. they come back around and they are overly overly loving and caring after an after uh an you know yeah. a, a situation yeah and then it goes back yeah yeah and they need to get help yeah you know and and try to work their issues out yeah and you see like the good things too i mean and i don't think anybody really comes across or they would want, like want not nobody would want to be with somebody that's just totally terrible right you know typically like, they're, <laughs> right they're like there there are these certain things that you know you see and that you know maybe they're motivating or you know they're you know right. very good with knowing certain things that you know helping or with certain things or or you know just being very loving and showing affection or, or whatever the case may be but again it's just knowing me as a person here's what i can offer you mm -hmm. here's what i need you know and knowing that being like i have needs and that was the thing for me is like i just i didn't express that i didn't have those boundaries of you know uh, hey I need, I really need this thing and I really need you to respect that. Can you do that for me? And then if they are like, no, okay, well, I get that, but I can't mm -hmm. be a part of that, you know? And it, and that's the thing is it doesn't have to be, you know, like, I don't know. I, I wish it didn't have to be, you know, as harsh and complicated as it can be at times, but. Yeah, it's it's difficult yeah <laughs> it's very difficult it is and that's but that's like that's why i like the challenge of being able to talk about it because like i feel like it like you said it's difficult but it, it's important i think the most important thing is for people to learn self-confidence mm -hmm. and to be confident in themselves and to like you said set st uh, standards and uh, guidelines and um that way people know what to expect and you know like yeah, you may get into a bad relationship with somebody, but if you have those things, you're confident in yourself. Somebody can't tear that down if yeah. you're confident enough. Yeah. And eventually you'll be like, uh, you need to go. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, if you're going to be with somebody, like you, first of all, you should never feel like you're confident. They should be very supportive of you. And then you should be supportive. Like the idea that two individual people are living two individual lives, and that they can come together. And when they are together, that they can Enjoy. do great things together right. and support each other and work through things together and be a team. Right. That's kind of what you, that's what you need. And then if you go back apart and then you keep doing your things, but you're still, you know, you're, you're, you're still on the same team, yeah. you know, but you're just fighting different battles that kind of a thing you know and then coming back together and then oh we got to take this together all right let's right let's go from there that yeah. that kind of a thing i think that if we had that mindset more instead of like oh well you're mine and it's a right. possessive thing and you know well you can't do this unless you know that's not that's where that kind of boundary of okay you know that open communication and you know you have to have those you know there's certain things i'm not comfortable with but at the same time like it's a choice mm -hmm. you know it's a choice to make those things <clears throat> this is a kind of a personal thing for me but you know i grew up in a in a real real fucked up I, i've had a real fucked up life like childhood specifically um i was i don't know if you've listened to any of my podcasts but i i was in foster care got taken away from my mom like my fa my family dynamics are just all over the place so my idea of what a good relationship my idea of 
um, past tense of a good relationship was kind of tainted. You know, I didn't yeah. really have a, any good role models or anything. Yeah. So going into adulthood and having relationships was very difficult for me. Yeah. You know, um, there was times where I was, you know, mentally and uh, emotionally abusive to some of the people I was with. And this is the reason why I say I feel like people can change is because, you know, I was I was that person. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I realized that, for one, I wasn't confident in myself. Um, and I, I don't know why, probably because of my past, you know, just the way people had talked to me, you know, like my uh, adopted mom. If you go back and listen to my episode where I talk about these things, I kind of explain, you know, some of the things she's done to me. Um, but, you know, a lot of the things she, she did tore down my confidence. And so going into adulthood, I wasn't confident in myself. Like, I, I felt like everything I did, like, I was, like, I'm a loser. I moved out when I was 17. You know, I'm like, I'm barely making it in life. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, then you look at your peers in, mm-hmm. in school and, you, you know, they're, they're off doing awesome things. They, they got a driver's license. They have a car. You know, they got all these things that I didn't have. And so you just feel like a loser. And then, again, me going into adulthood, I have to work for everything I had. Yeah. And then it just kind of, it's the cycle of life, you know? Yeah. And luckily for me, I realized at a young age, because a lot of people don't realize it at a young age, they get, mm-hmm. you know, into multiple relationships, several divorces before, you know, it's too late. Yeah. And then they realize they need help. Yeah. For, luckily for me, I, I realized I needed help. And so I, I seeked out therapy and it helped tremendously. And then I, I got really big into like working out and that helped boost my confidence, you know? And honestly, like now I, I'm great. Like I, I love my relationship. Like, you know, I, I've had bad relationships. And the thing is, is because I was a bad person in a relationship, the person, the people that I attracted to weren't also good for my relationships as well, you know? So it's a balance yeah as well yeah and that's the thing too with the insecurity that's a huge thing it's huge know? it is because it affects both sides so you know both people you know i mean and there's different ways of handling that like everyone handles that insecurity so differently yeah like for me with my insecurity it was you know well i need to like always look pretty and like you know do these things to like try to make somebody approve of me mm-hmm. you know i was looking for that approval from somebody else when i when it's not really about the approval from somebody else I need to improve myself. I need to wake up now. Like, now I'll get out of bed and I'll, like, not put on makeup and, like, go to work. (laughs) Like, just not, you know, back before it's, like, I, I, like, there would be times in school where, like, if I didn't have my hair straightened, it was, like, it was nightmare fuel for me. But do you think that has something to do with, like, how other kids are in school, too? Because, I mean obviously there's, you know, other girls in school who are straightening their hair and trying to look their best and you know, it's like a time in your life when you want to look good for the guys or whoever you're attracted to. You want you want their approval. So you want to do your best to kind of, you yeah. know, look your best. Yeah, and that, that's definitely, I think that's a thing that a lot of, like, younger kids and things, especially in the school setting, like, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, everybody's wanting to, you know, be somebody they're not yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah and and uh, for i think for me though like a lot of it was like people that i was with at the time or whatever but it, again it, it's just that the big thing of it is is that having that self-love 
you know, like, and I think that when you're growing up and you're in school, though, that's why it's so difficult because that's when you're kind of getting to the point where when you're done with school, like, that's when it's going to hit hard. Because mm-hmm. all those people, like, everything that's constructed around you is gone. Right. And then it's just you. And it kind of gives you a false tense of what life is, like, a false, uh, it's a false narrative, like, of what life's actually like. Like, people don't care if your hair's straight or if it's yeah. curly or if you have yeah. makeup on. Yeah. Typically, they don't. Yeah, and, like, there was this one time, like, there was horrible humidity. I had my hair done, and then, like, I was at school, and it just started curling. And for me, it was, like, just, I was, like, I just was having this, it was, it's so silly to talk about now. (laughs) Like, it's ridiculous. But (laughs) I was at the time, I'm, like, in 10th grade, and I'm, like, freaking out at school, and everyone's, like, like, what's your deal? (laughs) I'm just, like, you don't get it. But, and, and, and that's the thing, it's, 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 it's. Is that an anxiety thing? Um, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> it was back then, though, because yeah. again, I, I didn't, I was looking for that validation elsewhere. Right. You know, right. um, in, in very silly ways, like things that don't make <laughs> any sense at all. <laughs> um, but the last piece I'll, I'll have, now this is the one that I actually have not shown yet. Um, it's going to be featured at the event. Awesome. Um, this was done in, uh, tw- two, 2019 yes because it was right after i had like actually left this really hard relationship that i was in but um yes it is called the death of innocence Hmm. so what do you see i want to i want to ask what you what you see in this okay um i see a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. i see a skull for one that's the Mm -hmm. noticeable thing Mm -hmm. i see what looks like a necklace mm-hmm. um, up in the top right corner. Mm-hmm. I see a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like bones. Mm-hmm. Other, some sort of bones. Mm-hmm. And there's something at the top. I can't really tell what that is. Like maybe a ring. Yeah. Or a moon. A ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that is on the bottom right corner. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So that is very cool. First of all, what, what is that? Like, what is the, um, is it's not paint. Um, what is it? It's acrylic ink. Acrylic. Okay. Yeah. 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 Acrylic ink. Um, and also I did use a little bit of acrylic paint. I kind of like mixing the two. Um, I had a big time where I was using a lot of acrylic inks. Love them. Um, (laughs) but so this, so, so basically, okay. So this portion right here this is a blanket right it's a pink blanket it's really dirty okay you know um and then you have the necklace you have two rings the skull and the bones so the idea behind this piece um the skull is actually kind of small um symbolically uh this represents the the death of the values that i had thought relationships were when i was a kid so um I had this idea, like, growing up, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to grow up, I'm going to meet this guy, we're going to get married, we're going to have kids, it's going to be great, we're, like, it's just all falling in place, <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't work like that, no. um, <laughs> so, like, you know, you, you, you grow up with this idea of, like, okay, well, here's what your role is kind of supposed to be, mm-hmm. right, and I had gotten to this relationship where I had gotten engaged, and I was like, you know, like, at the time, I was like, okay, well, this is the thing, like, this is the, you know, the this is what I'm supposed to do, right? Like, this is how life is supposed to play out, mm-hmm. you know? 
I'm at the age kind of where people are, I'm seeing people get married, whatever, you know. Um, and I was like so at the time, like excited and happy and everything. And I, everything happened. And, and again, this was in that, that, that really hard relationship that I was in and going through all the things that I went through, um, after I left and I went through all the, the, the things I had experienced, I was like, what, what is like, I, I, it was like that I concept that I had was just obliterated. I was like, I don't even know if I want this. I'm not, I don't even think I'm actually ready for that. I think, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like, that's, it's such a, to me, a very big commitment. And I was so ready at the time, but after everything and like really learning more about the person and the things that I went through, it was just, it just totally changed. How old were you? Um, 22. 22. Yeah. So, cause I mean, it was in 2019, 2018 to 2019, like early 2020. So yeah, it was like a couple of years. Okay. Very short time, but um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, I'm still young. I'm 24 now. Like, <laughs> you know, like everyone, you know, but it, it definitely, uh, it changed a lot of my ideals. And it was kind of this... So- I'm sorry, before you put that away, can you explain the different things and why you put them in there? Like, there's a blanket there, there's yeah. some bones and a necklace and yeah. a couple of rings. So, the bones kind of sim- they, they symbolize, like, me and my old ideals and wants um, as a kid from growing up. And, like, and you know, because I had, like I would said, I'd always had this ideal of, like, I was always, like, looking for this love and this validation elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, having that person that's like, I want to be with you, like, that's... Right. isn't that an ultimate idea of being validated right somebody wants to spend their whole life with you like that's a huge thing you know like like wow like you want to do that with me like <laughs> what you know what i mean <laughs> and uh, you know and so there was that um and then you know the rings are at, like they're symbolic of the rings that we actually they're based off of the rings that i had actually had um in, in the relationship and the necklace was a was a gift um from that so that's why i I'd thrown that in there too and the blanket in there is kind of to make it um more of like you know like it's a little girl's blanket you know and it's kind of like buried in this scene of where like it was just like kind of it's kind of like almost like a a bit of a homicidal scene almost where mm-hmm. like it's you're 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 digging in the woods and you're finding this stuff and you're like what it like wh- what is this all here for that's kind of the feel i was trying to get because like it is something that to a point i felt at the time of making this was taken from me. Like I had this idea that I wanted and like I, this, this thought of love and what it was supposed to be. And it was kind of just like obliterated and scattered everywhere. And I was like, how, like, you know, it, my feelings and thoughts on that stuff was just totally different after that. It just Completely changed shattered. perspective. Right. Um, and it's not to say, you know, now that like I, I you know, don't want to you know go through like I, I still have those things I just feel like now I'm a lot more equipped and like more right. mentally you, you know sound for those things but but that that concept yeah that was that was very hard for me because it was very it was a very personal piece and I didn't know um you know people who were in my life at the time like they'll see that the jewelry in there they'll like they'll know hmm. like what it looked like in real life right right. you know and it was like so that's something well you see the ring the 
uh, engagement ring in it. And it, obviously that's personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I didn't know the story, but I, I could see the picture and know that that was a, a personal, some sort of personal belonging, right? Yeah. 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 And, and you see the skull and the bones and it represents like kind of like a death. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that piece is one of my favorites. I like um, that piece. It was very cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I actually, uh, I don't think the camera was able to pick it up. Uh, can I, can I hold it and hold yeah. it in front of the camera? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know that the glass there, might. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a glare. Reflection. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see here. Yeah, other way. There you go. Can you? There we go. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, now that I actually have it up closer, I can, I can actually see the detail. Which is really, really crazy. I like that. I like the detail in the skull. That is really cool. Thank you. <laughs> now, what kind of things do you sell on your website? Do you sell things like that? Um, a lot of it's originals, some prints. Um, okay. I'm actually going to be going through, because I've been working on so many different things, I'm going to be totally re-going through, like, the inventory and things that I have on there. Um, especially with this event, too, like, once that's done, like, I want, because there's these new pieces that I want people to be able to kind of get prints of and things, so I'm going to be, like, working through. But I want to make sure that I actually have the event done first and people like it to be able to experience it all in person right with the full like descriptions because that's the thing about this event is it's it's not something where you're gonna be able to kind of go through kind of glance at everything and then like walk out and, and feel like you you're not gonna know you're mm-hmm. gonna have to sit and you're gonna have to like read the things you're gonna yeah. have descriptions of yes. things okay yeah. yeah because um it's very like it's all personable yeah, it's, it's personable, but it's almost like a dark, surreally kind of feel to it. It's, it's like kind of, again, it's, it's, it's more of the like psychosis and the mental. So it's, it's, it's more of, it's more combobulated, I guess, so, if that makes sense. So I have a couple, couple different questions, and I'm just going to state it, and we can just kind of go through it real quick, mm-hmm. or, or not quick, or whatever. Um, so... Somebody coming in to this to the out, art gallery and who view all your artwork mm-hmm. and you it's gonna have like this kind of dark feel mm-hmm. and they see that let's say let's say that last piece that you showed is their last piece that they view it's gonna leave them kind of like with a like a sense of like hmm like 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 kind of an emptiness and like maybe a sadness for maybe not for you but just in general. Is there some sort of hope or light at the end of the tunnel? Is <laughs> So actually, that is not how I want people to leave. Okay, there and are... hold on, hold on. And then <laughs> also, my other question is, uh-huh. what is the your main goal for this yes. for this event? What do you want people to leave with knowing and feeling? So there is this one piece and and I and I'm going to lightly touch on it because I want people to experience it in person when they're there. Okay. And I, I was deba- I was just close to bringing it, but I was like, oh, like, I <laughs> want people to see it in person because it's going to be a totally different, like... Well, we don't want to give away everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but so at the end of this, because yes, you're going to go in there and there's a trigger warning and there's going to be pieces that you're going to go in there and be like, what? Like, you know, it's like, what is that? You know, and then there's going to be other pieces where you're like, where it, it could trigger 
thing, you know. Mm -hmm. But then there's going to be these pieces that um, it does show that, like, there is an aspect. Because the whole idea, again, is there is a inner self-reflection aspect of that that a lot of people forget when they're talking about these things. Again, and that's the thing that I'm really trying to portray um, is that concept of being able to be mentally and really in tune with yourself enough and reflecting in yourself enough to be like because again you have two people um in any at least two people right um whether it's work or or whatever aspect there's you and then there's other outlying things that are happening around you or people that are involved but at the end of the day you're in control of you Mm -hmm. you do have a say you are a person you're an individual big things happen on mass scales because several individuals get together right Mm -hmm. so being able to take that inner reflection and and process that and work through that that's the big thing that is that light like you're not this isn't a thing where you are stuck you know you have options, you have choices, you have feelings, and you can work through those, and you can take those, and you can make something, you can make it better. You can come out of it. You can communicate better. Mm-hmm. You can try to work with somebody, but if it don't gets to a point where it's not working, you can walk away from that. Or you, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you have the choices. And that's the thing, that is the light that a lot of people don't reflect on. I don't know, like, I don't know if you use TikTok a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of threads on my TikTok that talk about emotionally. And then, and a lot of these things, like, I'll watch them, and I'll be like, you know, some of this stuff makes sense, but some of this stuff is really negative. It's really negative, and it's very How so? blameful. Um, well, like, you know, a lot of times I feel like people get on there like, you know, well, oh, my ex was like narcissistic and they're this and they're the, which, you know, again, you, you go through things and they probably did do really not good things and you want to talk about it. You want to express it. But again, when you're in these relationships and that's, this is why it's hard to talk about because it's behind closed doors and you, and you're not expressing the other person's, the things that they've been through and whatnot. Or maybe, like, there are times, I mean, I'm not perfect. In, no one's perfect in relationships. Mm-hmm. There are times where I didn't know how to communicate things. I didn't know how to communicate my boundaries properly. Right. You know? I mean, and that's still something that I was still trying to figure out and work through. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I'm insecure about something and I don't know, like, if I don't know myself, if I can't love, and that's the thing. A lot of people will get frustrated. Like, well, d- d- don't tell me I can't love somebody else if I don't love myself. You can love somebody else and not love yourself, but you can't potentially do it in a healthy way unless you are very very good at being healthy to another person and also simultaneously kind of neglecting yourself like there has to be a point where you have to like you know come to that because here's the thing like um if you're with somebody and they don't love themselves and they're very like self-deprecating doesn't that that should that hurts the person they're with because they're like why are you like that like not like not in a bad way but why like i see so much beauty and good things and just see and seeing you know you being so harmful to yourself for no reason right 
Yeah, you know? that's definitely a huge problem. I mean, because that was part of my problem when I, you know, first got into relationships. I remember my first girlfriend, like I, I had a, I, I started dating her when I lived at home still. And because I started, started dating her, that's what kind of forced me to move out. So because of that, I put all my hope and trust and love and everything into her, everything. Yeah. I gave, gave her everything, everything she wanted. And yeah. I, I neglected myself yeah. and didn't focus on myself because, you know, she was my future, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, she was my escape. Yeah. And it ultimately just ended in, you know, heartbreak didn't yeah. you know we didn't work out obviously yeah yeah so. and that's the thing though is like and you know that's why it's a it's a 50 50 thing because if you if we put everything because i was the same way you know with like the first person i was with i was like just just in awe like i was like oh my like you know and it was all about what they thought about me like they could tell me well i don't like your makeup today and it would just like ruin my day and mm. i would be like oh my like why like what like i'm trying like for i'm trying to do this for you, <laughs> you what know? asshole would say that <laughs> i would never say that to any of anybody well, else. <laughs> <laughs> you know well i mean but you know and, and the thing about it is too is like if, if you're so like stuck like if, if all you have is you know trying to put forth something and you're not doing it for yourself like you know what are they gonna do for you right exactly you know? and it's not supposed and again these things aren't supposed to be where it's like a one-all be-all mm -hmm. it's you know you you both having that um appreciation for yourself and knowing what you want to do doing the things that you want to do and having fun and doing it together and having like that open trust and talking about things and just being honest and communicate like that it's I feel like relationships are the most complex, simple things. <laughs> like they're the, the idea of an actual healthy relationship is a very simple concept, but it is very complex because everybody's so individual. Everybody has different needs. Everybody has a different perception of life and what they want out of it and what makes them happy and what they view as successful. You know, you can't have somebody who, you know, maybe... I mean, you can, again, everything's subjective, but if you have somebody who's like, okay, I want to have a life where I run a giant business and I want to do something, you know, great. And I'm like, in like helping people and doing all these things. And then you have somebody else who's like, well, I just kind of want to be able to, to just chill. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it could work. It could, mm -hmm. but for that to work, it's communication. Right. And that's really being able to compromise. Yeah. There's a lot of compromise there because, I mean, for instance, uh, last year I started training for a 50-mile ultra run. Mm -hmm. And in order to do something like that, you have to be real dedicated. You have to train every single day. You have to run at least 10 miles a day. Um, and you have to have at least one long run a mm -hmm. week. So I was running every Sunday for like 20 – well, not every Sunday, but, you know, like mm -hmm. leading up to the race. Mm -hmm. um, I was running – uh, like 25 miles like a day or you know every Sunday mm -hmm. and to do that you know it takes like four hours out of your out of your day to do that so that that is sacrifice on the other person's part and you know that's something that has to be agreed upon yeah. I don't know if my wife necessarily agreed to it because she doesn't like how insane I get <laughs> but um she you know she was understanding and uh actually by doing doing that i was able to kind of find who i was as a person because right. i was able to push through and have like a newfound like respect for myself 
Yeah. See, but that right there, though, is like a very good example of a boundary. Right. It's not necessary. Boundary isn't necessary. I mean, it is being like, you know, I don't want to do this. You know, like saying that's a boundary, right? But having that, it's a boundary too of being like, hey, I, this is something that means a lot to me. It takes a lot of time. It's something right. I have to dedicate. Can you work with me mm-hmm. in regards to that? You know, yeah. and like, is that okay? Like, in this relationship, are you going to be okay with me being a little AFK? Like, you right. know, are you going to, like, can we work through that? And that's the, because with, you know, and, and having, her being be like okay let's do this thing we'll be like it'll, it'll be fine you know what i mean like that's how it's supposed to go right and like um those things those are like the boundaries that like are really important because like you know um being able to truly be your authentic self and be accepted for that is everything yeah and like um yeah so that that's the type of stuff that like hopefully i can express that i'm trying to express it in this event because like you know uh, that's definitely the big thing being able to be like you know and then it's the same for the other person too though you know you know if she or like the the other person has a a thing that they want can can you are your needs are you going to be met right you know and there's it's different for everybody and that's between two people that they have to work out and and you know is this going to work or not and that's only those two people can do that yeah and in order to do that they have to be open and be vulnerable and be like hey like this this means a lot to me like can can we do this and if not then if it's not working being honest with yourself well is this a good choice you know is this good for me and you mm-hmm. you know thinking all because when you're involving somebody else you have to think of yourself it's a 50 50 right you have yeah. to you know but at the end of the day it's doing what is healthy for you and thinking of the other person too yeah absolutely simplistically complex (laughs) (laughs) that's why it's important to work on yourself you know before you get into a relationship like i had mentioned um working out helped me tremendously you know like getting in shape and having that self-confidence and like pride not that like not like the overconfidence like where i'm in like the mirror like like, you know (laughs) right but you know like being knowing that you know you can push yourself through something very difficult because workouts aren't easy, you know, mm-hmm. and if you're able to push yourself through something difficult, the chances are of caring about something that comes up in your relationship mm-hmm. probably more than likely won't be an issue. Yeah. You know, like, like for me, when I work out, um, it helps me feel, uh, it makes, makes me feel less stressed and like I approach things differently. I don't get like as agitated about things as easy yeah. You know, um, yeah. it just it just helps. It helps my mental state of being. Helps with everything. Yeah, dopamine release. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah, hundred percent. And it's the same thing with like for me, it's the art thing. You know, like that's right. that's my space. That's my meditative you know area. I'm I'm putting in you know and and having somebody being able to work through that. Like whatever the passion or that release may be that means something to you like people like you know you want to be encouraged with that right you know you want somebody that encourages that you know yeah and same for the other person maybe we'll encourage them like and see them flourish and, right and, and love the process of watching them do that right you know? well it's super cool to watch somebody get excited about something too yeah. like i know when yeah. my wife gets um like she finishes a painting or something she's like look at this like mm-hmm. isn't that i'm like i'm like looking at her like didn't it look like that before yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not an artist. Like I, I look at him like, okay, that looks, I, it looks like the way it looked when I left the house. <laughs> <laughs> but and, still, the support. You but know? it's the support. Like yeah. you know, for instance, I, I, I left one day, and I took the kids with me, and she, uh, she painted all day, and she came back, and she was super excited to show me the painting, and I wasn't probably as supportive as I should have. I'm just like, oh, like, did you finish it? Did you do it? What did you do to it? And, she, you know, it's kind of offensive because yeah. I was, I didn't acknowledge the fact that, oh, it's fi- like, it's completely finished. You did change the whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, um, I, I, again, didn't really notice the difference. So. Well, uh, well, and I mean, for that too, but see, you have, because there are a lot of artists, like they'll be with people that maybe they're not really accustomed to that realm. But the thing about it is, is that you're still there and like you're, you're supportive you know right. what I mean? And even yeah. though, like, you you may not understand certain things about it, you're, it's your presence. You right. Know? And the yeah. fact that, like, you're still, like, you know, because, um, I mean, there have been, and again, like, not, not all the relationships that I've been in have been, you know, bad. Like, I've, I've been with people that are very, actually, very, very good people. And, um, like, you know, and there would be times where, like, I'd do something and they don't really fully understand it either. But right. it's like, but they're still there and, like, they're still receptive of it. And they're still like, you know, maybe I don't get it. But I still think that what you're doing is great. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, it's all, about the the, it's all about supporting that mm-hmm. person and what they're doing. You know, obviously you may not be into what they do. You know, I'm not... I'm not into art. Like I, I like art. I appreciate art, but I'm not, you know, actively an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, which Mila said I was because I, I did all that stonework. <laughs> you can knock him down. Hey, don't hit him. Um, he'll like walk around the table, bump the mics and stuff. He's done that several times before. Oh. <laughs> um, Baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, uh, where was I getting at? Uh, I, was t- I was talking about the stone and everything, and Mila's like, yeah, you're an artist. I'm like, I don't know if I see it that way. <laughs> but it's um, true, because there's a design layout format. You want to have it look a certain way. It has a certain aesthetic. You're putting it together. I mean, I'm sure that when you... When you were, were you outlaying the colors a certain way when you were when you were doing it? What was your process behind that? Well, I'm just going to say that I didn't do the colors. My wife did. Um <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much am responsible for cutting everything and maybe slapping on the adhesive and uh, putting on the the back, whatever, you know, you had to attach it to. Um, But, you know, we, I guess I did have something in mind of what I wanted it to look like. Mm -hmm. And then being able to accomplish that kind of gives you that art, like the artist um, mindset, you know, the creative mindset. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't know. I yeah. guess it. I guess it's art, but no, it is a hundred percent. And like architect, I mean, architecture. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, Frank Lloyd Wright. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing, though. Like, but that's a perfect example of that's a, a art form. But you kind of overlook it because it seems right. like a very average, every, but it's right. it's very prominent. It's still there. Yeah. You know. So, perfect example of that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't remember where I was going with that. I mentioned it for a reason. I don't remember now. So. <laughs> Thanks, Oliver, for screwing that one up. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see here. We're an hour and 24, 24 minutes in. Oh, wow. That went by really fast. Super quick. <laughs> Super quick. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
you might have Mike beat if you uh, wait <laughs> like 10 more <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, where can people find your artwork? Um, so online, um, you can follow my page, Contrasted Content. I'm on Facebook, um, Contrasted underscore content on Instagram, um, TikTok. Um, so those are my main platforms. What do you do on TikTok? Um, I do a lot of, I'll like show the events I'm doing. I'll do different body paints showing like the process of going through them. I've been doing some photo shoots. Um, so like doing some behind the scenes stuff and like highlighting the photos and projects I'm doing. So it's kind of like a mix of just like showing me and what i'm working on basically cool things that i'm in the process of doing yeah that's cool um and uh the event is next week right next weekend yeah friday is the vip saturday and not sunday right not sunday okay Mm -hmm. and there's two shows on saturday um, so the Saturday is basically, that's just the standard day where like you can just come in, walk around, look at everything okay. as you please. But then there's the costume contest. Um, so there will be. What are you doing for a costume? I think I, I can't really reveal it. Mm-hmm. I can't be. And, and here's, here's why, because it's going to correlate to a, a VIP aspect of it. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that's something you'll have to come see if if you if you like to. But how um, does somebody get uh, into the VIP? Um, it's just the VIP. So the VIP ticket, it's um, uh, thirty five dollars, and it covers both days. So you have access to both days and the costume contest, um, and everything involved with that. Um, and there's also an a opportunity arts affiliate discount and a student discount. So um, students from LCC, MSU, if they wanted to come, um, they'd get uh, five dollars off of their ticket, and you'd be able to see there. But however, I will say that for the VIP, there is a limited amount of seats. Mm. So there's twenty four. Okay. So is it sold? It hasn't any seats sold or anything yet? Um, uh, we have a couple. Okay. Um, so but as of right now, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, it, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. <laughs> so how can one buy tickets to this? Um, so if you go on my Facebook page, there's a Facebook event, or um, in the Facebook event, there's an Eventbrite link where you okay. can go in there, click on it, and purchase your ticket. I must say that people need to follow your Facebook because the pictures you post are pretty insane. I'm like every time you post something, and <laughs> I'm like, holy cow, that is sweet. And I okay, I'm really excited because I'm working with a couple photographers. For a couple different projects there's um in this um so um one of them uh, carrie denny from death box she's doing like she's helping me with she we did a photo shoot and it's going to be like the about me stuff for um her photos it's phenomenal um mark chamberlain has a couple in there he's great photographer um and then uh, kevin and joe are a couple photographers i'm working with and we're doing I'm not going to give it fully away, but it's going to be a uh, symbolic storyline in photos with, like, incorporating, like, the body paint and everything. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. So it'll, it's really cool because, like, I I am, like, working with other artists and things in it, too. So That's cool. It's exciting. <laughs> it is <Yes>. cool. <laughs> um, now, what is your goals as far as, like, the art community? Um, what's your long-term goals? Obviously, you're, you're doing this event to kind of create some social awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your long-term goals? You, you obviously don't really want to open a business, right? 
Well, I, I, I have a business currently. I mean, I think that if you actually look in art history, generically, art has a business concept to it that you have to like keep in mind. Because um, you have to promote and sell yeah, and all that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, um, and like make people aware of like what you're trying to do and what you're trying, to, the message you're trying to get across. So there is always that, like MC Escher, right? Um, so, and, and Dolly too, um, like they're the artists, but it's funny because like their wives were, cause like as an artist, I think sometimes it's hard to have that business mindset, mm. um, because you're so involved in like your craft and you're more focused on like, okay, like you just want to get your thoughts on the paper. You're not necessarily always worried about like all the other things that come right. with that. So like yeah. for them, it's, they're lucky cause like they're. Like their wives would be like, all right, we're going to put you on the show. We're going to do this because we, we got to get this out there. Your stuff's, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so uh, having that, there is always that that aspect to it because you have to have that when you're going to a gallery, like a lot of galleries, they have a specific aesthetic that they're trying to work with right. or they have a specific theme that they're trying to show or whatnot. And you have to think of that stuff depending on what, what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go with it. So there is that aspect to it. Um, but How do you balance that? Um, that's a good question. Because at some point, um, whether you enjoy it and you have a passion for it, it kind of becomes work regardless. Yeah. So how do you keep that passion, that joy, and that, that freedom of being able to enjoy what you do, but also run it as a business? Because, for instance, this podcast, it's not a business yet, but it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's essentially like a job at mm -hmm. least especially in the beginning you know trying to get it up and running trying to find guests mm -hmm. luckily mike has been sending me people so <laughs> so i have an unlimited like supply of people to come on now mm -hmm. um which is really cool it's cool to be able to have that opportunity to talk to people like you or yeah. you know mila or um other people autumn you know yeah. Yeah. so but it's fun to do, yeah. but like it, it, there's still a business aspect to it because I got to edit the podcast, got to put it out there, got to promote it. Yeah. You know, that part I don't really enjoy at all. Yeah. It's, it's just part of the process, yeah. but I enjoy doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you enjoy it? Like, how do you find that balance? Well, one thing, and, and I'm still, I'm and with any business, when you're starting up any business, it takes a minute to like, there's mm -hmm. just so much you have to do, like your analytics for like where things are going and like your finances and the licensing for certain things, depending on what you're doing right. and actually doing and producing things. And why are you doing you know, all these things, you know? And, um, for me, it's a matter of, okay, here's what I want to do. Here's what I need to do. And um, kind of like taking those things and being like, okay, well, I need to make X amount of this to sustain myself and to keep this thing growing. Here's why I'm doing this thing. Here's what I, I, I want to do with it. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I, for me personally, I think that as of right now, I'm to a point where there's two things I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do events like this and help people um, and, and express things um, within myself that could help other people, but also making people aware that, Hey, you can make art and creative careers, something viable. Like it's, it's, it's much more viable than what people think it is. So between those two things as of right now, that's kind of where I'm going with that. So taking those ideas, right. And that's why I do the things like embody your business, because again, taking fine art, that's perfect example of what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're like, okay, well, well, that's something that I want to do, and I, you, you, that's 
the whole aspect behind that and then you know going through and being like okay well I need to think my material costs I need to think my time my my time is everything mm -hmm. and like there I've gotten to the point where people want to do certain things um, and they, they want to collab and do you know and I have to be like okay like the things that mean something like this event like I've had to shut out so many things even though I didn't want to and I wanted to go out and do all these other things, but I had to be like, okay, but my time has to be focused on this because this is big for what I'm trying to do. Um, it's big for the my for being able to be a little selfish, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. at times. Yeah. Um, and thinking, okay, so how you're managing your time, which is something that I'm still I'm still working on, but I'm getting better. <laughs> um, and and knowing what you need, okay, so I have X amount of things financial things that I have to accommodate for how am I going to make up for that you know things like that um so being able to like analyze those things and put them together and be like okay how can I meet the things that I need to meet while doing it in a way that I want to and or need to do right because you can't go into I mean I would be be very fooling if I was going to sit here and say well you know there are not challenges that come up or people um, will want to work on concepts that maybe I'm not fully acquainted with, but it's a challenge and I have to put myself in there and it comes out great, but that, that doesn't mean that it's not a challenge while I'm going in to do it. That's one thing, um, you know? Mila and I were talking about the other day in the podcast. Uh, she said, you know, there's some days where she, she like, you know, she gets for ink inktober, she gets an idea and she's like, Oh, I can do that. Mm -hmm. And then she cranks one out. But mm -hmm. then there's the other day she's like, Hmm, I don't know what to do. And it, it really yeah. challenges her abilities, challenges her mind, Yeah. you know, to be able to decide what she's going to do and how she's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's important to do that. Yeah. Because it, 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 it strengthens your creative muscles because it, like, it's definitely a muscle, you know, right. like being able to take something and come. And, you know, when you have certain like uh, f for me, I guess a lot of it's like, you know, different like if someone comes to me with like a body paint idea and um, maybe it's kind of like the, they know what they want, but they don't know what they want. And um, kind of like being so specific on what they want but really being like ah, oh, but i'm not sure you know what i mean right, so right. it's kind of like it's like they know what they want but they don't right so for me that's a that's a challenge because um <laughs> i i i if i could read people's minds it'd be beautiful <laughs> i'd know what's in their head i you know but having to like really like know a person their concepts and having that you that's a big important thing and sometimes that can be a challenge and like that's the thing too is like you know people have these ideas of what what they're of what they want to express and being able to help with that like that that's amazing but you know we... but I, th I think something like what you're doing mm -hmm. and somebody not knowing what necessarily they want and then they might see like okay like this is what she's doing i like that i like i like that because that's the thing like with tattoos right yeah like a lot of people don't know exactly what they want but they'll go to a tattoo artist and then they let them have the cre creative ability to be able to draw up whatever they want and they're like i love that I yeah. like that. Yeah. Same thing, right? Yeah. No, absolutely, a hundred percent. And that, and most of the time, that's how it goes. Like, I'm sorry, Mike. I think we got you beat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... he's like, I'm, I'm going to come back. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and, and that's the thing too. And like, y y I mean, 
every 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 project is so different you know and then and i mean and that's the fun thing about it though is like you know you'll get i'll get people that'll come up to me with these ideas that like i never even thought of and i'm like oh that's so cool and you want me to be a part of it that's awesome <laughs> like what like, <laughs> you know um but yeah yeah so that's cool um well i'm excited to see how your art career takes off. Um, I hope that I can make it. I'm not saying I will, but I hope that I can make it next weekend to your, your show. Um, and uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to promote? Oh, yeah. Um, so really quickly, one thing, going back to the Embody Your Business thing, too, um, that is a, another side project that I'm currently working on. So right now, one thing that I'm doing is in May of this year, I did um, uh, the Embodiment Project, where I, for the whole month of May, I did a body paint on either me or somebody else for every day for the month of May. Um, and then from that, I took that because again that's more like personal you know individual things and then like taking that and then moving it into a business aspect where businesses can come and I can paint their logo um, on them or a representative or even myself if they were like well I don't really want to be painted but I'd like I think this is a cool concept so how about you just paint yourself and like <laughs> or whatever you know um, but so uh, for businesses to be able to take that and like have like work with an artist and have this unique form of marketing um, it's totally tax write-off because it's a marketing expense right um, and it, it comes with you can get a poster for it if you want with like a little like mission statement for the business or like a testimonial or, or, oh, cool. or whatnot yeah um, uh, signed as well so that way you can like display it it can be a live thing you like a banner type of thing um more well, more like a poster almost okay. so something to like actually hang up like you know i did this thing and like um with again the mission statement talking okay. about the business and and you know um working with local artists and also to i mean there's other you know if, if you want to do a video with it like we can talk about setting that up so there there's a lot of different ways like doing like a, a photo shoot i mean that there's different options for these um Whoa. these different things yeah we did um can i, I hold that up yeah. In front of the camera. Yep. Paul Schmidt introduced. Yeah, I actually. Um, that for... is intense. Can... <laughs> I don't know if I can. There we go. Yeah, so I, I painted Paul um, for Uno Duce's uh, anniversary, and see, he, he for that one, that's an example of a time lapse. So he we recorded it, and he did a, a full on time lapse for that. So like, see, that's an option that you could take and, and work with that. And then I did Kelly's consignment, mm. um, and we did that for Arts Night Out, and so it was more like an in person thing. People were like coming up, watching it happen. And she no, they people. would do this at like a like a vendor type event, maybe right. Yeah. 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 Or if you know, if they have their own event that they're wanting right. to put on, or right. you know, you know, um, yeah. Or yeah, and Kathleen, I painted Kathleen at Blockade too. So like that oh, was like okay. a stage type of thing. Like so, wow. there's there's a lot of different ways. Or like you know, again, like the video, or if they want to do like a like a commercial and like do like you know a photo with something. Well, you know, there's so many different concepts. It's just a matter of you know sitting down, talking with them, what they want to do, how like what their ideas are, what they're trying to portray and just kind of working with them to make it happen that's awesome that's cool i like that i'm glad that you showed me because um i mean obviously i can see you but i'm glad that i was able to get an example of like what other businesses could could do yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool i like that <laughs> thank 
Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, is there anything else? Anything else you want to talk about, promote? Um, Any messages of inspiration that you want to put out there? Yeah. So as far as that goes, um, if you want to do something with art or anything in general, just do it. Just do it. Don't I know. The Nike the, logo. Right. I know. <laughs> or slogan. Slogan. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, honestly, though, like if you if it's something that you're like really keep thinking about and you're like, I really want to do this thing, but don't let don't let anything hold you back. That's basically the main thing that as far as this goes that I that I'm trying to get out. Because, again, like I was that I was that kid who didn't talk, who didn't want to, you know, I was, you know, didn't feel like I was worthy of certain things. Um, but it's not true. It's just lies I'm telling myself. And it's just something that, you know, once you get up and do it, you'll realize that that's not the case. And you'll, you'll redefine yourself. Yeah. And who you are and your strengths and your weaknesses. And then you can work on those from there. Well, and one thing too, that I like to do, I like to, so for artists that I like musicians or, um, like actual artists, like I like to watch interviews and things and like learn about them, like I said, right. And I was watching an interview with Halsey, um, when she was like midway through her career. And one of the things that she had said, um, was when she was starting off, she's like, I had to go in there and act like, you know, and, and be confident in myself and be like, Hey, like what I'm doing is like the, the next great thing, you know, because if I don't say that, about if I don't believe that in myself, like mm -hmm. why should anybody else believe that? Right. If I yeah. don't come in and be like, you know, like this is worth your time. Take a look at this. Yeah. This is something that I put together and I promise you won't regret it. If I don't have that confidence, why would I expect somebody else to, to, to feel that way? Right. Exactly. So like, you know, like even if you're, you know, worried about like yourself, whatever you're doing, at least, at least give that the respect. And then from when you start doing that, then you'll be like, you know what? I am. I'm doing this thing. Yeah. You know, I'm the one making this happen. I am. And we all yeah. are. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's not, you know, it, it, and that's the thing. Like if we have that within ourselves, like it takes you far and people see that and it's inspiring and then it helps them and then they move. And then we all move together. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like a chain. Real quick on, on that note, I um, when I started this podcast, it was like the same thing. It's like, because it's, it's a vulnerable thing to do. It's a vulnerable thing to like just sit here and have a conversation. Even like if I'm not talking about myself, but I'm talking to you, mm -hmm. like I have to form words and, yeah. and discussion. I have to form this discussion. And it's, it's not an easy thing to do. And it can be embarrassing if you don't say the right thing. You might say the wrong thing, yeah. you know. Um, so there's like this, the sense of expectations of what you might think other people have of you. Mm -hmm. And so when I first started this, uh, I remember like promoting it and I'm like, I, I didn't want anybody to listen to it. I'm like, you know, people at work, they're like, Hey, I like your podcast. I'm like, don't say that. Don't, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you got to have like this sense of confidence in yourself, like knowing that, okay, uh, these people, you know, they're support, they're, they're supportive of you. They want you to succeed, yeah. you know, regardless of you, you not doing well or regardless of how well you do yeah. they want you to succeed no matter what yeah yeah 100 percent. and it's like if, if you're just like you know you're putting it's helping them right they're getting something out of it and that's something <laughs> i had to realize like with this podcast is it's not about me you know this podcast like this episode right here is not about me or what i say it's about you it's a this this platform i mean unless i'm doing an episode talking about myself it's not about me it's about helping other people in our community um 
or in our local community like Michigan or anywhere mm-hmm. to come on and share their stories and 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 help other people so mm-hmm. you know like all the other artists I've had on it's it's, it's a platform for anybody yeah and yeah. so by me having this platform it helps you and it helps Mike it helps opportunity arts it helps mm-hmm. it helps everybody yeah. everybody yeah not just phenomenal. me yeah it's phenomenal and and you know that kind of brings it back to what you just said with what you're doing it's like a it's like a web yeah you know like you Mm -hmm. you're doing it for you but it's ultimately helping a bunch of other people too yeah 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 that's powerful it is yeah well thank (laughs) you for doing this this was a lot of fun i appreciate it and i hope to have you back and i look forward to possibly going to your show i don't want to commit it's okay (laughs) I, I don't know what I have yet going on yet. And I get, that's that communication I got to discuss with a wife. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you're there, I will be so happy. If not, that's okay too. <laughs> I, would love to pop, I would love to pop in. So uh, again, thank you. It was an honor talking to you and I love your face paint. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs>